So where was I? I don't remember. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's been so long since I've been here. It's all brand new to me. Well, it's virtually a week and a half of not being here. You were out Thursday. Thursday and Friday of the week before last. Yeah. All of this week. I mean, last week. And here I am. It's uh, 535 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And here you are with uh, your COVID free now. I am I am as negative as anything that has ever been on this show. I was like, dude, you're stuck on a disease from the 2020s. <laughs> it was uh, it was an inconvenient uh, yeah. week at the very least. We'll talk about that. Right. I believe Scott Cohen will be joining us today. Uh, yeah. And there's a very good chance we may talk about uh, how our turning time brackets are busted. Yeah. Yeah, that Marquette University really living up to its name, huh? Bring, bring really living up to its name. Bring it on, bitch. It's just going to bounce off mm. my barrel chest. Yeah, well, it's uh, going to. I got a coin that bounces off the barrel. <laughs> There's that. Oh, and some other stuff that we're giving away today, including uh, tickets to the Western Mass Home and Garden Show. And remember when we talked to Keith Coogan? Yeah. Yeah, we got tickets. Uh, for that, when he comes oh, to the Agawam Cinemas. I'm going to that this weekend. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got the whole family going. Going to do the dishes? The dishes are done, man. <laughs> Very good. It's yeah. 536 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Yeah, Let's go. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Boston. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 51. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 58. Looking at 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, unfortunately, there is no good news about the state of uh, health of singer and songwriter and historic drummer Phil Collins. Former member of Genesis, Phil Collins has been, in fact, uh, retired for almost a year, and his last public appearance as the singer-songwriter appeared to be in serious difficulty, barely able to walk without the support of a cane, the latest news about his condition is not good. Uh, Mike Rutherford from Genesis made this known, and uh, he said, "What do you say? He's immobile. That uh, Phil is immobile, hmm. and it, uh, it's it's. Uh, I don't even know what condition he has. I don't know, but he hasn't been able to play drums in in a long, long time. And you know, it's it's a shame because yeah, you know, as a guy who plays drums, there aren't too many guys who are actually better than Phil Collins. He's phenomenal." Well, you know, I've always, uh, you know, there was a certain, uh, oh, if you like Phil Collins, you know, that 80s stuff that he did, it was like, Ugh, yeah, 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 uh, but, but, listen, but, but listen to him play with Brian Eno, or, yeah. or you know, even the stuff he did with Eric Clapton, or his solo work, the first couple of albums, just him drumming alone. I just, you know, the idea of getting older, and it's happened, you know, Bruce Willis, Phil Collins, like, the Me? idea of becoming, well... The idea of becoming completely immobile, me, and then having to like suffer through that, like, just like me. Yeah, yeah, you're not, uh, you're you're not the suffering type. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm suffering every single day. I'm just saying you're not, but you're not as cool as Phil Collins. This is what I'm really trying to tell you. Oh, I could have told you that. Yeah, uh, even, even I'm not as cool as like, uh, you know, Susudio uh, Phil Collins. Yeah. I don't reach that level of cool. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Groovy kind of love. I'm, I'm nowhere near that. Man, I like that one. That's the one the guy sang down at the Center Square Grill the other night. Groovy <laughs> kind of love. Wasn't that him? Wasn't that the same Phil Collins? I don't know. Uh, the cast of Ted Lasso will meet with President Biden today at the White House to discuss mental health. Biden teased the meeting by tweeting a photo of the Believe poster above the Oval Office doorway. Is that the one that Nate Trump ripped down? <laughs> I'm actually I'm excited to watch the third season of this. Did you have you watched it at all? Not I I got like a couple minutes into the first episode and we yeah. and just you know yeah. phones were ringing and all of a sudden we were we were finishing it. I've been waiting and I finally gave in last night for the six ninety nine a month for the Apple TV. So now I know it's ready for me to start watching. Yeah, but but because they're only doing it on a it's a weekly basis. Yeah, which is which is what they did before. They're not blasting out every episode. Yeah, see, I didn't watch it first time. I just watched it once it was yeah. all released. It's a great show. It is a great show, but it sucks that it's that it's one episode at a time. See, they know that you're just gonna buy the one month membership just to watch the whole show and then cancel it. Oh, I know. So they spread it out over several weeks. Oh, those people at Apple know what they're doing. I know. Uh, I will say though that uh, Hannah Waddingham. Who plays uh, Rebecca? Oh yeah, she's uh, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing is wrong with that. Uh, I, I'd give her, I'd, I'd I'd give her biscuits every day. Actor Lance Reddick was found dead in his home on Friday. He was only sixty, but there's no word on the cause of death beyond the quote natural causes. Reddick is best known for his roles on HBO's The Wire and the John Wick movies. That's pretty young to be uh, Real young. found dead yeah. at sixty years old. Uh, Sam Neill recently uh, announced that he was diagnosed with stage 3 T-cell lymphoma last year, but luckily it's been a re- in remission for eight months. In an interview with The Guardian, he said he couldn't care less about dying, but that, but, but that it would annoy him. I'd really like another decade or two. We've built all these lovely terraces. We've got these olive trees. I'd, I'd kind of like to enjoy them. So, I don't remember where he was from. We mean what movie? Yeah, he was uh, in Jurassic Park, wasn't he? Yeah, I, uh, he's one of those guys that you know his face, but then you can't picture, you can't name one movie that he was in. But yeah. you're right, it is Jurassic Park. Yeah, one of them. But That's he's the, unfortunately the only movie that I remember him being in. But he, but he's been in like a ton of stuff. Yeah, I just didn't haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Uh, Ty, remember that huge shakeup when it was uh, Tyra Banks replaced Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews on Dancing with the Stars? Oh, do I? Uh, well, after three seasons as host, Tyra is already stepping down. She says she wants to focus on her uh, business and entrepreneurship. She added, quote, I think it's time to graduate from the dance floor to the stock market floor. There's no word if this had anything to do with it, but Dancing with the Stars moved from ABC to Disney Plus last year. Judge Len Goodman also announced his departure. He's been with the show since it debuted in 2005. It's time to maybe get another show or, you know, stop having the same old show over and over and over again. I'm okay with them closing the show down completely. Uh, I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big fan of the dancing. Uh, Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell are reteaming for Good Burger 2. What? took so long. They made the announcement Friday on The Tonight Show. The original came out 1997. 20, really? 25 years ago. Yeah. He's been on Saturday Night Live for like 20 seasons, right? Yeah, yeah. Keenan, unbelievable. It, it is. 
that's like one of those. I think they have to have him as like the recognizable character that you see after week, week after week, because there's always <laughs> new, so many new cast members going in and out of that thing. It's like, okay, I remember him, but but everything I've heard about from anybody who's ever worked on Saturday Night Live, yeah, that's almost a form of uh, of of masochism. You're putting yourself in the most uncomfortable, painful position. Oh yeah, for yeah. twenty straight years. Well, Boy, do I know what that feels like. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You and your veiled comments. I don't know <laughs> what you're saying. Uh, Courtney Love recently complained on social media about how unpr- uh, underrepresented women are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and she went a lot further in an op-ed published on Friday. She noted that only about 8% of inductees are women and gave examples of pioneering female artists who uh, either waited way too long to be inducted or are still not in, like Shaka Khan and Kate Bush. So her and Chrissy Hind have teamed up. To bring Hellfire yeah. to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, Chrissy Hine wants nothing to do with it. What? She wants nothing to do with the Hall of Fame. Well, but she uh, likes teaming up with Courtney Love to sure. tell them what a bunch of jerks they are. Yeah, she's she's so upset because she was just told there wasn't enough parking for her to uh, to go there and uh, and perform events at oh, the Hall of Fame. That usually happens. Yes, happens to Hall of Fames <laughs> right. all across the country. Uh, and the people of Paris want Kim Kardashian to stop coming to soccer games because she's bad luck. <laughs> really? Yeah. She just had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had this much bad luck was when Ray J gave me the beer alcohol potato withdrawal and that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. It was St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I understood. Yeah. I understood. And Caitlin? Well, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but uh, just like you guys celebrated Ranch Dressing Day, I'm celebrating FUPA Awareness Month. <laughs> I believe you use ranch dressing in FUPA. <laughs> you know that wrinkly little leather kangaroo pouch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I badunk affronted the FUPA man too. <laughs> Did you uh, ever badunk affront the FUPA man too? No, I have not. Uh, that's good, good to be back. <laughs> it's that's your Hollywood trash at Rock 102. When you're the king of all things. <laughs> And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get instant savings with your Rocky's Ace Rewards card. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? At approximately 5.45 p.m. last night, just as I was settling down to watch number two seed Marquette get blasted by number seven seeded Michigan State, I began to receive a smattering of messages on my phone, the bulk of which were people expressing some good wishes that my alma mater would do things like cover the point spread, or perhaps, dare I say, win and advance into the Sweet 16. Well, Lady Luck gonna be occasionally a foul and vindictive temptress. In this case, she chose to reach into my mouth, snatch my beating heart with her cold, wrinkled hands, and destroy it with the same gutless enthusiasm as Gallagher attacking a stack of watermelons with a sledgehammer. In the end, Marquette could not keep up with Michigan State's imposing defense, and in the blink of an eye, Marquette was dealt a 69-60 to point upset. It was at that point when I received dozens of messages asking, what happened to your boys, or Marquette sucks, or the more clever, what time is Marquette playing tonight? Here are my thoughts. Over the years, Marquette has reached the tournament 35 times, and of those 35 times, they've lost every year except once and that was a very long time ago but that's all part of the magic and beauty of march madness 68 teams are scheduled to play and just about every single one of them is on an inevitable pathway to heartbreak and humiliation 
That's because, by a process of elimination, only one team gets to win. Sure, I may have selected them to go to the Final Four, but I've made a ton of bad selections. Having them lose in the second round doesn't affect how I support the team from now on. They won the Big East for crying out loud. They were the number six team in the country. And yet, some of you thought that it might be hilarious to bust my chops because they lost to a Hall of Fame coach like Tom Izzo, who's taken his team to the Final Four eight times. Listen, I'll find a way to get over it, just like the proud alumni of the other 52 teams who have been eliminated already. Besides, I've got Alabama facing Houston in the final, and one of them is going to lose, too. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Is this the year you paint your house or maybe just paint the pantry? Go to Rocky's for Benjamin Moore, Benjamin Moore paint, paint for, for most of the, uh, for all your painting know-how. Good people paint people and rock solid service in the paint department at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock, rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 51 tomorrow. Cloudy with a high of 58. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield, but it's always sunshine and rainbows when you ask Bax about anything. Oh, yeah. So uh, yesterday afternoon, you're about to make a bet online, right? Uh Uh-huh. Because, well, you won. All right. So let me just back up. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Back, back to Friday. Yeah. I said, uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna try my luck at these, uh, these uh, you know, the BetMGM app. I'm doing the commercials. I'm doing, you know, might as well, uh, might as well uh, try, my, try my luck here a little bit. Sure. So I put $10 down on a one-game parlay, which included, this headphone thing isn't working that well, uh, which included uh, a UCLA win, mm-hmm. a handicap, for uh, Northwestern, yeah, at uh, seven and a half above, right? Okay, and total points over one hundred twenty-six point five. All of that happened on a ten-dollar bet, and I won fifty bucks. Well, there you go. So then I'm like, oh, well, I should uh, take that fifty dollars <laughs> and uh, invest it in like a sure thing. Okay. So I uh, I'm looking at the games yesterday, and I uh, see. Uh, what's going on with the uh, with Marquette? And I said, uh, I said to you, I mean exactly when I wrote to you. I think I wrote to you. Yeah, uh, Michigan State or Marquette? I'm putting down the bet, and don't just pick Marquette because you went to school there. Yeah, and what I said was, and I and I gave you what I thought was a logical answer. Mm-hmm. I said Marquette is a two seed, Michigan State is a seven. Go with Marquette and know not just because they went there, they're a tough team. And they were favored in that game. They were the Big East uh, champions this year. Every indication would have suggested that the best uh, that the best bet was to have Marquette win that game. And uh, and they lost by nine points. Yeah, that's right. That's a, that's a two-seed team. Yeah, that's right. Lost by nine points. Yeah, that can happen. Didn't uh, lose by one point. Didn't lose by two points. Not even three points. Yeah, there were, there were six lead changes in that game. It was back and forth the entire time. And you know what I did win on? Because I did uh, do a couple of different bets in different ways. Yeah. So I did. Uh, here's what here's what I did. I did uh, Michigan State for the first half that they would beat the spread by one and a half points. Right. right? Yeah. Well, I won that one. 
And that was only $5 down, and the payout was $9.35. The other one I won on was Michigan State, again, for the final result, Mm -hmm. uh, for them to have a a three-and-a-half-point spread at the end of the game. Yeah. $9.35. So I have now $18 left in my my bet account. Hmm. I had 60 Yeah. Well, uh, I hate to break it to you, but um, Lady Luck is a vicious, vindictive, horrible woman. And there are times when she will uh, smile gently upon you and mm-hmm. winnings will be pouring upon you like it's like a like a like a like a like a waterfall, like like uh, like the Niagara Falls of winning. But then there are times when Lady Luck says, "Okay, it's time. It's time to turn it all around." And that's when you picked up the phone and texted me yeah. because she knew better than all both of us, the, how this thing was going to end. Yeah. And that is, unfortunately, what you run into yeah. whenever you're betting on a game. You see, my my team is Syracuse, right? Obviously, Syracuse didn't make this tournament this year. But had Syracuse, as they have been in the past, yeah. been in the tournament, Oh yeah, I would never bet them to win past maybe the second or third round mm-hmm. because most of that is is on adrenaline. Those first couple of wins that you get, maybe in the the you know from sixty four down to thirty two. You know yes. what I mean? Thirty two down to sixteen. Even you you might have that adrenaline rush, but they're gonna be out of it because you know that there's better teams out there. And I'm telling you, I think <laughs> you were going off the hey, you know what? Just because they're a number two seed, I think they're just really doing this on adrenaline. And you want them to win so bad because it's your school no, that you no, went no, to. No, 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 that's that's not yeah. what I was telling you. What I was telling you is that all the indications and all the markers that would uh, give you the idea that Marquette should win were all there. Yeah, they were all there. They were favored in a, favored to win, higher seeded. Uh, they've been on, a, on an absolute tear, wrecking teams and their and their uh, will to live for months at a time. The number six ranked team in the country. Eventually, it comes when you get into the tournament and you just lose. Everybody loses except for one team. And now I can't even show my face down at MGM because yeah, I know. they want my money now. <laughs> yeah, Westy with a lead pipe gonna beat my legs down this morning. That's right. You yeah. better go down there, and Westy's gonna be uh, uh, saying, "Yeah, be like, hey, Nagle, hey, what, how are you? What Very took good you, to be What yeah. took you so long? Yeah, what took you so long? Where's your five dollar <laughs> bet you lost? You know." But uh, but but yeah, I am I, pretty sure Westy's not. Gonna uh, he's do that. he's not going to do that. Uh, but uh, I, I I don't know. I, I mean, this is the thing about sports gaming. You know, it's it's fun, mm-hmm. it's exciting, but you could get carried away with it, and that's why every time any one of us reads one of those commercials, it has that lengthy thing at the bottom of it to tell you. That if you do run into some sort of gambling problem, you should seek help. Well, so here's the problem with, with the tournament. Yeah. There's always going to be some upsets that mm-hmm. no one could have predicted. Like, for for example, the, in the first round, Purdue, who was a number one seed, lost to Fairleigh Dickinson, a 16 seed. That's only the... And, and Fairleigh Dickinson wins. It's only the second time ever that a 16 seed has beat a one seed. Mm-hmm. Ever. Well, since the, yeah. since the, since 1939, it's only happened one other time. So think about all the people that put their money on the boilermakers, thinking, yeah. "Ah, they'll they'll blast through this one without a without a problem," yeah. and they wind up losing. That's the kind of it, yeah. that's the kind of thing you can never predict. 
even when all the markers are there, Purdue should have crushed Fairleigh Dickinson, but they did not. They but instead they lost 63-58. But that's the beauty about March Madness. You see that, I mean, you might not see the number, obviously you said it only happened twice. Yeah. But you see it happen all the time where, uh, where uh, a, 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 I don't know, a team that you didn't think would ever win is really? starting to beat these, you know, number five, number fours, and number threes. Only two of my final four are, st- are still in it. Okay. I had uh, Alabama and Marquette, and then Houston and Kansas. Kansas gets uh, you know, bounced out uh, from Arkansas. Marquette gets bounced out by uh, Michigan State. So now, in the finals, I had Alabama-Houston with uh, Alabama winning it. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But my, my bracket's been destroyed thanks to the likes of uh, Purdue and others. Well, your crappy team. Those others, yeah. Well, yeah. they are among the ones that uh, that ruin it, but it doesn't. Uh, you know, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't tear me down. I've seen them lose every time. <laughs> I've seen them lose every time, other than one time when they won the national championship. You know, we should uh, really expand this betting thing to high school sports. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? We could we could really infiltrate the yeah. youngsters with our with our gambling problems. Yeah, you get that nice uh, point shaver from. Uh, from Wilbraham. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was shaving points at the end of the game to try to make us win. <laughs> Junior high school varsity, yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. Now your lights are out, Menachog. <laughs> <laughs> it's 622 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 627 and you too. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, mostly sunny today uh, with a high of 53. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 61. It is 23 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us uh, next hour. We're going to talk about, uh, probably talk more basketball. And we've got some other stuff too, some uh, some contests we'll be running as well. we got tickets to the, uh, the Western Mass Home and Garden Show. It starts this Thursday through the weekend. And Keith Coogan is coming through the Agawam Cinemas on Saturday. We'll tell you all about that and how you can win tickets. Sweet. Are you ready to laugh? I am. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's Joke of the Day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. All right, I got, I got a couple of them here for you. Are you ready? I am ready. What's the difference between a Marquette University sorority sister and a scarecrow? I, I already don't like the way this is going. I don't know. One lives in a field and is stuffed with hay, and the other frightens birds and small animals. Uh, what do you call a good-looking girl on the Marquette University campus? I don't know. A visitor. <laughs> Did you hear about the power outage at the Marquette University library? No. 30 students were stuck on the escalator for three hours. <laughs> That's what you get. You, you and your dumb school. <laughs> your dumb school for jerks. Bax. 631 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it. Before you buy it, here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, thanks, Bax. All eyes were smiling in the Holyoke yesterday for the 70th annual Holyoke St. Patrick's Day Parade. Well, actually, the... St. Patrick's Parade. It's not the day. Yeah, it's I know. Friday. Uh, the parade is uh, more than a celebration of Irish heritage. It's a celebration of community and family. 
This is something we look forward to every year, coming to the parade as a family. We love to celebrate it, whether it's snowing, cold, rain. We're here every year, expressed Lisa Lacoste, a parade-goer from Chickadee. Oh, yeah. We're rocking it up. Rocking it up right down High Street and Holyoke and getting your beer on and getting your Irish on as Mayor Dom Dom walks down the street. <laughs> yeah, he's already called in. Yeah. Hey, listen, I ain't tossing beers this year. I'm only tossing advice. You, get a haircut. <laughs> you, you little leprechaun. Get back to Chicopee on the police force. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry I missed it this year, folks. Yeah. Just couldn't uh, tear myself away from a couch. Oh God. It was uh, it was cold yesterday. I, I was I was I was uh, I, I was like, man, I'm so glad I did. I decided not to take my kids to freeze out in the cold for four hours <laughs> to watch. Yeah. I don't know a high school band walk by. Every year, my wife and I say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe we should go to the the parade this year." And and every year on parade day, we're like, "No, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that." Here's here's the problem. I I wouldn't mind going down there to some of these celebrations that they have. Mm-hmm. It's the accent. It's getting there. It, it's not like you can just park your car and you know walk through the, the for the mean streets of Holyoke. Well, who want? I mean, the 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 distance you have to park away yeah. is pretty far in order to get to all those festivities. Sure, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that either. And listen, it's not uh, no offense to. Anybody that lives in Holyoke, but you know, I don't want to go back to my car hours later, all drunk, and look my car up on blocks. Yeah, I don't want. To, I don't want that either. No, nobody wants. That. Nobody wants that. But uh, you know what? They have a good time out there, and the people that do go out, uh, uh, I'm sure we enjoy alcohol responsibly. Do they ever uh, broadcast the results of how many drunken arrests there were, either at the uh, the road race or the parade? They're not going to tell you that. I know, but like typically, like if, uh, yeah. say for example, there's a celebration. Yeah. Uh, like a like say you're you're say the Red Sox were to win the the World Series. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, hypothetically speaking, I know it's a stretch, but let's just say they do. You know, they're going to be some people that are going to go out in the streets and you know turn over trash receptacles and flip cars over and set things on fire. Um, and when that happens, there's always a story about how yeah. many arrests. There were. I would think that if somebody is doing their job in local news, we should have some numbers by now. But I bet you, and I'll tell you, you this is no secret. You know, there is like, you know, that that parade committee is like the Vatican up there. Yeah. Like, they they make the rules. They decide what news gets out. Mm Mm-hmm. They're never going to let that kind of news get out because they don't ever want anything negative against the parade. See, that's exactly how that's going to work. I don't I don't see that as a negative. If you tell me there's a lot of drunken arrests. I don't see it as a negative either. I think, it, I, think it's, I think it only adds to the reputation and glory of those events. Think about how many years that Blarney blowout's been going on up at UMass. That's right. It gets bigger every year. Even with all of the warnings saying, hey, this is the worst thing we could get, all these kids are like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, especially yeah. As, as like, uh, you know, the, the administrators of UMass start, you know, handing things out about like, yeah. the dangers of binge drinking. Well, that's a, that, uh, you know, you, you drop the gloves and uh, take the challenge at that point. 
You think we'd ever be invited back to commentate another parade? <sighs> Probably not. We'd have I, to no. do it on our own, and we'd have to do it uh, unsanctioned. It's not even that we would commentate on it. I don't. I don't. I think that ship has sailed. I think that you know, since things have changed so dramatically, um, just participating in the parade. I don't want to walk in the parade. I would like to be driven in the parade in a car, an open air car, much like during the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I would like to see yeah, that. that kind of thing. I, I do. I want to walk that parade route anymore? No, I do not. But uh, being driven, I, I think that would be uh, terrific. I think you and I would uh, be very happy sitting in like a on the back of a car, like a back of a Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. You ever ridden a Cadillac? No, I've never ridden. Cadillac. <laughs> I've uh, ridden a Cadillac hundreds yeah. of times, thousands of times. The uh, thing's a behemoth. I know. I can't remember the next line. That's the that's the problem. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind walking it. I can do all these things now. I can. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not quite with you there. You're not quite with me. Not maybe, yet. Maybe you need a walk. It's only a couple of miles. Yeah, that's the thing. What? Uh, I'm good for about a good. Uh, 30, 50 feet, and yeah. then I have to sit down. But that's uh, but that's just me. But, uh, you know, I'm on my way. I'm on my, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll get there. Maybe my next year I'll be able to skip all the way through. Yeah, I don't understand those people who, like, drink beers and all that stuff along the parade route and then have to go to the bathroom when there's no bathrooms around. Yeah, I know. That's uh, that's that's not good. Yeah, no. There was, uh, I remember there was not... one, one video one year. There was, like, a Holyoke City counselor peeing behind a dumpster, and he thought nobody could see them, but he didn't realize that there was people up on the hill all oh, yeah. looking down on him, taking video of him doing that. Yeah. Oh, man, those are some that, good see, times at that is, parade. Now, in, in any other situation, yeah. that guy could, you know, have been arrested for, uh, you know, public urination, lewdness, uh, sexual offenses. You know, you could you could name it. Yeah. Well, I mean, think of all the things that uh, that come out of Holyoke. You got uh, two guys on the Holyoke City Council that like pregnant chicks. Mm -hmm. You got uh, one guy who's a, who's a potential sex offender. Yeah. And uh, you know, you got all these different things going on over. And one, you know, one guy years ago urinated behind a dumpster, like I just talking about. It sounds like a good time. Yeah. It Let, sounds like a damn good. Let's time. Let's also not discount the fact yeah. that Holyoke is shaped like a penis. Yes. Yes. And uh, all those people. Hey, hey, Dom, where are you? Dom Dom, where are you on the parade route? I'm right where all the sweat collects. Right here. <laughs> right where the cheese forms. There you go. Yeah. Now you're talking. You wouldn't see this kind of action in our, my town. <laughs> Tell you that. There you go. You're an Italian guy in this Irish parade. Listen, there are people of all walks of life in that parade and <sighs> at that road race. Uh, as if you need any more reason to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, Massachusetts is one of the most Irish states. Among its population, 19.8% claim Irish ancestry, which is about double the national population percentage. Well, claiming ancestry and being of... of uh, you know, part of a family yeah. are two different things. You could, anybody could say, yeah, everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, well, I mean, that's uh, that's the whole beauty of it. You don't really have to be Irish to wear green and, you know, wear a heavy, you know, white cable knit sweater. Yeah. You don't have to, you really don't have to be Irish this, this to, means get, to find a way to justify your, your binge drinking on a single weekend. 
No, no, you can be an alcoholic of any nationality or origin. <laughs> this means <laughs> that about one in five people you meet in the Bay State have Irish ancestors. Uh, New Hampshire takes home the gold with a population that is 20.2% Irish. I you love know, their potatoes up there. I was always under the impression that I was not Irish at all. There's, yeah. I mean, there's... There's, uh, I know there's English uh, heritage in my uh, in my lineage. I know there's uh, Scottish. Yeah. Uh, but I I did, you know, the ancestry uh, swabbing. Oh yeah. Turns out, and I had no idea how this happened. I'm two percent Irish. I had no idea. You know, I, I I don't believe any of this stuff. You know, they're like, oh. Well, your last name is German, uh, Nagel, so uh, you must be German. No, my grandparents, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I'm American. I was born here. I was born in New Jersey. Yes, I wasn't but, born in But America is a melting pot. Uh-huh. I mean, America is a melting pot, Steve. I mean, we're, we're all from some other source. No. Most of us are from other sources. Well, yes. Yeah, the, our heritage the, is from other sources. Right, but I'm not Irish, and I'm not German. I'm an American. I was born here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but your family comes from another country somewhere down the road. My family came from New Jersey. That's where they came and from. those people yeah. had people in their family tree that came from other places. They came from Ohio. Yeah. And then before that, maybe a guy came from Germany like back in the 1800s sometime. So, see, there you go. Yes, so but we're not German people. We listen, don't speak listen German. You, we don't speak Irish. We don't, uh, you know. Uh, listen to you goose step around your German heritage. Although I do it like a little gay like every once in a while. Well, I bet right. you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I don't speak it. I don't practice. You know, I, I might eat sausages and sauerkraut every once in a while. But yeah. I don't sit down and eat schnitzel every night of the week. I eat American things like you don't, mac and you don't, cheese. You don't find yourself wanting to invade Poland? No, no, not at all. You sure? I'm absolutely sure. I am disassociated from that group for a very long time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you, you haven't built a bunker in the backyard? No, no, no. Okay. No. But uh, that's what I mean. Like everybody says, oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm Irish. I'm. No, you're not. You didn't. If you didn't, unless you came from Ireland, you're not Irish. I have a really big problem with people who say okay. that they're that they're one thing and they're really I, not. I think it's a way that we identify ourselves. I think we're a very tribal uh, species. We like to know, you know, where where is your family from? Where are what you know, what 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 has made you? You know, what are the building blocks that have created Steve Nagel? I'm from the United States. I was born in New Jersey, and I grew up in several different states and then finally settled here for the last 30 years. So I don't know what to tell you. I'm not Irish. I'm not... Uh, I'm not inviting you. Oh. I don't take you to the the Munich house and go, oh, yeah, these are my people. Like, I don't say that. <laughs> I just say this is another oh. business owner who happens to sell a specific type of food. I suddenly find you very disinteresting. Do you really? <laughs> no, I'll get over it. There's a there's a horrible story here, but I, I'm going to wait to tell it because we're already at 6.43 anyway. I think we got to maybe zero news stories. Well, we, we mentioned Holyoke. Well, yeah, there was an accident up there last night. The Holyoke Fire Department was sent to a two-car motor vehicle accident Sunday night. According to the department, around 9.50 p.m. on Sunday, there was a two-car accident in the area of Northampton Street and Whiting Farms Road. Fire crews had to cut the windshield off the car to remove one of the occupants. Two people were sent to the hospital for their injuries, and the Holyoke Police uh, is investigating the cause of the accident. But uh, that's the only one I heard about over the weekend. Mm. Uh, Fairly safe uh, parade, then. Not too bad. 
your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 51. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 58. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. GG Inc. Springfield's Classic Rock at 649 in Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Ah, I just gave you the forecast. We don't need to do that again. Uh, Bacon and Brews brought to you yeah. by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. It's going to happen on Sunday, April 23rd from noon to 3 for a bacon and craft-themed beer bash that's going to be so delicious and fun. Admission includes all kinds of bacon, inspired bites provided by the Log Cabin Chefs, a cash bar with a selection of craft beers to please your palate, like Loophole Brewing, Back East Brewing, Amherst Brewing Company, and many more, plus live music from Yellow Nine, games and fun and bacon. Tickets are on sale at rock102.com. you got to be over 21 or older to attend with uh, a positive ID. Uh, bacon is a... Is uh is it's is, very potent. It is yeah. uh, it is yeah. potent stuff. Yeah. Bacon and brews, April twenty third at the log cabin in Holyoke. Brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Rock one hundred two Springfield's Classic Rock. I had to write my kid a permission slip to go pick up a pound of bacon last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, uh, this child is okay to purchase this bacon. Not it's d- okay. Now they had bacon dispensaries. Do you think to be like a medical bacon and then a recreational bank bacon, or how would they do that? I I don't know. You know, I gotta tell you though, uh, my uh, my. I was driving my kid around with her friend uh, last weekend, yeah. and I stopped at Dunkin' to, to get us some treats and stuff in the morning, and, and the kid orders a snack and bacon. And I'm like, I never had that before. So I ordered one. And? It's good. Really? It's really good. Snack and bacon? It's just bacon in a bag. You can't beat that. <laughs> Who's, what, you can't beat you know, bacon in a bag. I've always felt that bacon <laughs> is best from the sack full. Yes. Well, yeah. I like a sack full of bacon. No, who doesn't like a sack full of bacon? So uh, last week, I don't know if you were aware of this, Steve, but uh, I was out uh, sick. You were? Yes, I was. I couldn't tell. I had a very juicy and inconvenient case of COVID, a very special variant. This is the variant which uh, forces you onto a couch to make very bad selections in your NCAA brackets. I believe Jim Morrison put it best when he said, you got coronavirus. And your coronavirus. Virus, virus. Let me tell you something. And your influenza. <laughs> and your measles, mumps, rubella. You know, I uh, I did not uh, go into this wanting COVID. Yeah. I had it before. The first time was worse, but yet you can't do anything. You, yeah. I couldn't come in here and get you sick and everybody else sick. So. Yeah. Had to sit on the couch and uh, watch basketball games all week long. Uh, listen, man, uh, as much as I uh, would love a day off from here, I do not wish to get any kind of lengthy stay home sick. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I like my time off. Yeah. Get me wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will I don't, get you wrong. I don't like taking time off because I'm sick. If I would take time yeah. off, I want it to relax and to enjoy myself. Well, you did. Ain't no enjoyment in being sick for an entire week. Did you get anything done, accomplished? Uh, not really. No? No, I can't, I can't, I mean, it wound up like, you know, disrupting all, I had a lot of plans last week, a lot of them, and I had to just, to reschedule everything. I had appointments, had interviews to do, had to redo it all, because I was in no shape to do any of this. By the way, thanks to Marty Caproni for filling in last week. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate it. I know it went pretty well, and I'm very happy that he was able to uh, to come in. Yeah, so Mar- thanks Marty, to him. Marty did a great job, but like I said, it's not the same 
you know, obviously that's just like a, a temporary fix. Yeah. It's never the same when you're not actually here. No, I know. I Listen, I bring because, a lot to the table. And I don't. And I have to do a, like a lot of extra work on that side of the board, and I don't like doing that. Compl- it's complicated on this side, isn't it? It's complicated because uh, I would rather be thinking of other things and not paying attention. You know what happened here last week? No. I, for- I had to go to the bathroom. And, of course, Marty doesn't know anything about the board, so right. it's not like it's his 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 responsibility. Uh, but I walked away, and I had inadvertently left your view from the couch music oh, in Jesus, there. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I go upstairs, do my. I'm like, I got a few minutes. I can just, uh, I can go relax. And I no. go upstairs, and I come down, and I, I'm standing out here in the hallway, and I hear, I'm like, why is the view from the couch music playing? <laughs> I go, oh my god, I forgot to take it out. Yeah, you got to be on your toes. Got to be, uh, you know, that, that's, when I screw up, it's because, yeah. listen, I got a million things going on over here. Well, well, and then, you know, I was getting messages like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, hey, uh, you know, the view from the couch music is playing. And But I had gone into like an ACDC song or something like that yeah. afterwards. And then people were like, can you put back on the view from the couch music? Because I'm certainly <laughs> sick and tired of hearing ACDC. I know you're required to play ACDC every single yeah. morning, but... But I, I, I will yeah. say that, uh, you know, there are a lot of people asking, you know, how I am. And, you know, I don't want to give a, you know too much information because, frankly, I wasn't really on Facebook okay. all that much. You know, I'm, I'm going to call your BS here because y- here's the problem, what you have created. You were vulnerable enough to tell everybody over a year and a half ago or whatever it was yeah. that you went into AFib and you had all these problems and all these medical issues. So yeah. now anytime you're out. Yeah. Everybody's like, is he going to be okay? Is he going to die? What's going on with him? Yeah, I, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm not giving you medical. I just say he's sick. That was like the only thing that I could just say yeah. you were sick. Well, I mean, that's all you could say. <laughs> I was inconveniently sick. And besides, you know, I'm not like some people in this building. They'll say, well, uh, he's got a family emergency to deal yeah, with. Yes. Or, uh, he, he, yes. he's, he just came down with a very bad case of yeah. gonorrhea. He's uh, he's not going to be home for the next week, and his address is 123 Main Street in Hamden. I'm going to give out all of the information. He just came down with chlamydia. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, uh, you know, I didn't have to deal with any of that. But some guy uh, texted me yesterday morning yeah. and said... Rest in peace, my friend. Prayers go out to you and your family. Always listen to you in the morning and cheer me up. Thank you for that, and rest in peace. I thought you were dead. He See, thought I was dead. I'm, well, because this is your own fault. This is what I'm telling you. You <laughs> told everybody that you had AFib at one yeah. point, and, you know, you haven't really provided an update on that whole situation, right. so people are curious. So I, I say to this guy, yeah. and I figure i, I got to respond. i got to freak this guy out somehow. I say, I think I'm still alive. And he said, good news. I heard the wrong stuff. Glad you're doing yeah, better. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> like, about. How did, this, how did this long game of telephone go from he's sick to he's dead? Because one of these nincompoops out there probably mm-hmm. said, oh, my God, he hasn't been on the show in three days. He must be <laughs> dead because remember he had that heart issue? Yeah. 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 Hey, listen, uh. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go through... 
my entire medical history with everybody, but uh, you know, I'm on the I'm on the up and up. You're like uh, you're like the buffet. Uh, you're, you're the buffet distributor of inf- of medical information. <laughs> well, listen. Well, not- you can have some of this private stuff, but you can't have all of this private <laughs> stuff. Listen, I will throw you a bone every once in a uh, while, but uh, I'm not giving you the whole the whole uh, the whole docket here. I yeah. got some things that I would like to keep personal. I'm dealing with rickets. <laughs> No, scurvy. <laughs> yeah, scurvy. Scurvy, which was a <laughs> sailor disease. It's six fifty-eight with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred and Two. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky Ace Hardware. Get instant savings with your Rockies Ace Rewards card. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember me? I'm Massachusetts Broadcast Hall of Famer back from Rock 102. You might remember me from previous iterations of various Rock 102 morning shows over the last 28 years. That's right. Today is my 28th anniversary here at Rock 102. And to celebrate, I got to enjoy a delightfully juicy case of inconvenient COVID. What COVID variant did I come down with? I came down with a strain that makes you make stupid decisions while filling out your NCAA brackets because you've got nothing else to do for an entire week. Granted, neither Pfizer nor Moderna are pumping out life-saving March Madness booster shots, but if they did, I'd be happy to take it and defy every anti-vaxxer who thinks that the Sweet 16 might be some sort of lab-created ploy to fill my system with microchips. How bad did my bracket come out? Well, let's just say they were ruined the moment I signed my name and hit send. It's almost as if the person filling out my brackets had never seen a college basketball game before, nor had that person ever used logic, probabilities, statistics, or used any sort of analytical approach to making picks. It's almost as if I did not know what I was doing. My God, I actually accidentally had Marquette go into the Final Four, and we all know how well that worked out. But of course, I was sick. My resistance, my resolve, and my reputation were forced to take a back seat while my infected body was busy coughing up Smurfs. Listen, I'm not going to say I was sicker than anybody else, but I will say that my brackets are a public disgrace. Would they have been better had I not gotten sick? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? But you know me. I've been giving you folks rock-solid bracket advice for 28 years. But when it comes to this this year's tournament, do yourself a favor. Ignore everything that comes out of my mouth. I am clearly no longer competent to share my thoughts. I'm even less qualified to handicap college basketball games for the purpose of fun and profit. Sorry to disappoint you people, but that's what I'm left with. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Look at your lawn. What is it telling you? It's telling you I'm hungry. Hungry for Scott's four-step, which just happens to be on sale right now at Rocky's. A hundred bucks with your Ace Rewards card. Instant savings. No mail-in rebate. It's almost time for step one. So stock up now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. To Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-Eleven and Rush with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 51. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 58. 24 right now in downtown Springfield. And look who's here. <laughs> There's that music. We are live. Oh, God. That music is just killing everybody. Yeah, I know. Uh, Scott Cohen is in the studio. We huh. were just talking about uh, talking about our brackets. 
and we, how yeah. they I are mean, destroyed and ruined. They're like right out of the gate. And you know when you get your, your Facebook memories every day, right? Yeah. So it's like, I went and looked, and I think it was like the year before last. For, your first, for, first friggin' day. All the pressure's off now. I don't have to worry about my brackets because I, <laughs> I just took it in the shorts big time. So... Yeah, and it, it's the same thing this year. It's uh, you know, the 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 thing about the tournament is, is that, uh, and I was hearing this last night because obviously uh, Marquette picked the, the, oh, the big bud. fat one oh, last they night. They sure did. But man. I had a lot of people, you know, saying, "Oh, Marquette sucks," and how about your boys? And you know, all I can think is, you know what? The whole purpose of this tournament is to have sixty-seven of sixty-eight teams. Get on a bus and drive home. Right, a very long ride. Right, I mean, what? It's like, it's like right there in the name. Yeah, it's March Madness. Why do you think they call it that? It's just, it's, yeah. ri- it's ridiculous. Marquette has been in the tournament thirty-five times. Yep, and uh, they have lost every year well, but one. Well, <laughs> so you know what? I'm okay with the one, and it did happen in my lifetime. I just wasn't a student at the time. Who was like, it? Uh, 77. Uh, yeah, Frank McGu- uh, McGuire? Al McGuire. Al McGuire. Al McGuire. Al McGuire. Ah, you yeah. heard you name droppers. Yep. Well, Al- <laughs> not, not name droppers, but those those were great years for Marquette, and we've had a lot of uh, lean years in between. Right. And you know that, and that is uh, that is kind of the funny thing about college basketball, is that it only takes, it just takes one or two uh, years, one year maybe to win it all, maybe to get to the Final Four Cup. I mean, look, you know, I mean, how about this? John Calipari, right? Yeah. Uh, he's he's revered at UMass. Didn't win a didn't win a damn thing. No. He got beat and he got he went to the Final Four and he got beat. So it just it and, and, it, his, it, and his final four finish was taken away. Well, from him. the uh, all all of them were actually. <laughs> so, but you know that's another story for another day. No, it doesn't. It doesn't take much to get uh, to be a college basketball perennial. You go to the final four once. You win uh, a national championship once. That's all it takes. You know, it, the, the the funny part about it is there are there are there are some historic scientific ways to fill out your bracket there is and it's never 100 percent, you know foolproof i mean you're always going to have you know a number two is going to lose sometimes a number one loses the fact that num- that purdue lost a 16 fairly dickinson just, that only happened one I, other time even it's ridiculous it's ridiculous like you never bet against the a number one in the opening no. round but in that case you got to believe with sports gaming going on a lot of damn people lost their shirts in that game i filled um uh so all right so i i've got my bracket broken down here okay, okay. ready here there are here here are the facts as as they stand uh of the 16 teams left i've got 10 so do I. 10 of 16 um i've got uh the my midwest um region is perfect i've got all all four games perfect my midwest region is doing great too <laughs> shut up <laughs> Um, in the, in the in the West, I've got three of the four: uh, mm-hmm. UConn, Gonzaga, and UCLA. Got UCLA winning it all. Uh, I took it in the shorts in the East. I've just got one team left: Tennessee. And in the South, I've got two of four: Alabama. And I still have San Diego State. So I'll be honest with you. On Thursday, um, we had a we had a meeting here at the station. And and you're right. You know, if you do, nobody is going to think that Fairleigh Dickinson's going to beat Purdue. Just uh, let's just never like never ever ever. And if you do, you're an escape mental patient that's just trying to be a wise guy. Um, (laughs) But if you do, if you do some research and actually really work on your bracket, you can 
you can m- make a yeah. pretty good bracket. It took me, I mean, so, so the point of the story is I filled it out in four minutes. Four, yeah. I didn't take any time, didn't, yeah. you know, read any of the experts, none of that crap. And you're, and I still, and I still have 10 out of the 16 teams, despite all the nonsense that's happened. I didn't even do a bracket. I'm not even doing. I'm just going game by game. I'm look. I'm checking out. I'm just placing little five. I heard about your that. little situation, your little yeah, gambling uh, escapade. Well, my gambling escapade, based on information uh, from a guy who knows a hell of a lot more about sports than I do, and uh, really, uh, like we say in the promotion for the bracket brawl thing, just go with your gut. Yeah, go with your gut. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he he texted me yesterday. You know, okay, you know, Marquette or Michigan State. Well, you're everything. You know, everything on paper suggests that Marquette should have won that game. Right. And not to focus on just one game, but it's like, you know, even though all that information is out there and true, on any given game, it can go sideways. Well, it can, but here's, now see, if you would have mm-hmm. if you would have called the two of us, yeah. here's, what here's what I would have said to you. You would have called Baxi first. He would have told you Marquette because they're the number two and what Michigan State was seven. seven. So you would have called me. And then I and you would have told me uh, back said he's picking Marquette and I would have said, well, of course, he's picking Marquette. He went to the friggin school. What else is he going to do? And that, and then I would have said, I know there are a number two seed, but you but Steve, if you want to go with a dark horse here, Michigan State's been there before. That, Their coach is is a perennial. Maybe you want to take a flyer and pick Michigan State and go out on the edge, and you would have won your bet. The the, the coach is under thirty years of age. Person? No, 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 no. Tom Izzo is a Hall of Fame coach who's yeah. been in the Final Four eight times. Right. No, that's a millennial. No, that's a millennial. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so my Final Four was uh, Alabama and Marquette. And then Houston and Kansas. Kansas gets blown up by Arkansas, which I thought was a big surprise. Um, I've got three of the four uh, ones. Per, I picked Purdue, and they got they got they got bounced. They got bounced. But I but you know you picking UCLA to win the whole thing. I'm picking Alabama. Right. So I mean it could go either it could go either way on that. Go either way. Alabama and Houston in the final. Right. That's what I'm picking. Uh, I next week what I'll do is I'll uh, I'll text you both next weekend and, and whatever the upcoming game is for that Sunday. You okay, know, any, do and do him yeah. for ask him first yeah, and yeah. then ask me. And then I'll ask you both yeah. and then we'll uh, we'll see who's got the right right amount of chops right. cuz uh, I got money burning a hole in my I pocket. know you do and see and you you're really kind of the perfect example about the whole gambling thing. Yeah. Because um I I think I think people who don't gamble a lot do scratch tickets right there those are easy you know you just you buy them and you scratch the thing off and maybe you'll win yeah so i guess the lottery is thinking that the sports gambling thing in massachusetts is going to dig into the uh scratch ticket sale because of people like you who might get a scratch ticket now you've got now you've got the betting app on your phone oh, yeah i don't even have to leave the home well, you know the lottery yeah. yeah yeah dude it's like you're you're a prime example of someone all of a sudden that in a year from now you're going to be living on the street oh i'm going to be with giving your you hand all, out all the different yeah yeah where's yeah. that i'll it's be standing down by the by the mgm down there on the traffic yeah. island what, uh, what for you, what you 401k you and sebastian are going to hang out on the street yeah. wearing track suits what yeah. <laughs> what 401k <laughs> You know what? For the amount of money I make here, I should be standing down on that traffic <laughs> island anyway. But you know what? I mean that that I mean you you bring up a, a very good point about about gambling. I actually think that the the, the lottery doesn't get hurt at all. It's hmm. a different if the, it's a different kind of customer. It's a different kind of gambler. Yeah, there are people that go to casinos and will 
bet online that may choose not to be in the lottery. But you know, there's a lot of people that still do it. It's not like they're losing a hell of a lot of money. They're still doing very, they're very doing well. They're doing fine. So, I, I just th- go ahead. So I, so I think when it comes to like sports gaming, <clears throat> you know, there's a there's a obviously there's a learning curve that a lot of people have to assume and then if they're losing early you know you have to assume that the the the, the longer you allow that learning curve to sink in the more things mean to you seed position uh you know point spreads uh you know know, some of the 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 prop bets all those things will start to make sense to people all i heard was seed and spread yeah well that's exactly that's exactly (laughs) thought what i thought you would uh, go with and you didn't disappoint. So very good. He so, never does. Right. But I but I like so for example, like I'm I'm no expert on a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but Obvi- you know, obviously. obviously. That's like hey, thanks, obviously. Baxi. That's like the least surprising headline of the day. Obviously. But 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 people need to keep in mind this is the whole basis of this tournament. There's only one winner. Sixty eight teams in, sixty seven losers. Yep. That's sixty seven bus rides home. That's what this whole thing is about. Right. It's about crushing your will to live it is after like three weeks of basketball it is so a a couple of things princeton is a 15 seed uh they are the highest remaining seed left in the tournament and i gotta tell you something a one uh, if i'm listen not again this is not the least this is not like i'm saying something that people don't already know uh yukon buddy um there's been a there's been uh you know, doors and roads opened up for people with some of these teams that have lost. Mm-hmm. UConn, UConn's in the Sweet 16 for the first time in nine years. Yep, they've got a great team, and they've got they've got a shot, man. They're a, now again. I'm talking the men, if, of course. If we go back to what we talked about before, UConn is a four seed, and Arkansas is an eight. If you ask me, who I'm picking, I would pick. I would pick UConn. Yes. I didn't pick UConn to go that far because I had them facing Kansas in my original bracket. Kansas yep. was a one. I thought Kansas would walk all over them. They get one up getting bounced out by Arkansas. I would say I, I did the same thing. But in that case, I say UConn. It was it would be the way I go. Yep. And listen, you know, like I said, I'm I'm out of this thing, so it's not like I've got any any more skin in the game. But I had obviously UConn and UCLA are, are in the West, and um, I had UCLA going all the way. I'm I'm I'm. I've got my eye on UConn, man. I'm that that would be really, really great if they could they could continue to make a run. They're you know they're right down the road. Here's my prediction: you two douchebags don't really know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, yeah. Yeah. that's not really so much a prediction as uh, it is a statement of fact. Hey, so. uh, not for not for nothing. Uh, this is a co- this is not tournament related, but uh, St. John's is in uh, conversations with Rick Pitino to yeah. hire him as head coach. Yeah. Now, my question to you is, because I know you follow us a hell of a lot more, um, and I don't know the St. John's campus, but what are the best restaurants to have sex on a table with yes. so that Rick Pitino can make a can make an informed decision? Buddy, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up. There, there obviously are some really nice restaurants <laughs> in that area, and I'm sure there's some great strip clubs that he can hang out in, too. He's going to so, feel right at home. You know, out in front of the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame there where the statue of, uh, of James Naismith is with the kids, yeah. and there are those uh, seats the uh, granite uh, chairs yeah. that have the coaches' names on them. I went over. I was over there the other day, and I looked around, and I didn't see Rick Patino's. And I'm like, oh, that's right, it's down at the Mardi Gras. So, <laughs> hey, just saying. Very good. 
We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, welcome back, Thank and uh, we'll uh, we'll go from there. All right, Scott Cohen. It's seven twenty three with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. Hi, it's Hank from Tudor House Liquors. Listen to Pat Kelly this Wednesday after Nagel on Rock one hundred two. It is uh, going to be mostly sunny today with a high of uh, fifty one tomorrow. Uh, cloudy with a high of fifty eight. It's twenty four right now in downtown Springfield. You know, if you uh, ever miss a part of the Bax and Nagel show, let's say like uh, you know, like one of us is out for a whole week because we've got uh, a very uh, bad case of COVID, uh, check out the Daily Podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, and on rock102.com. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast because I was sick last week. I wasn't able to put a, uh, a new episode up, but I did repost my interview with five-time Grammy Award-winning producer Hugh Padgham. This is a guy that produced David Bowie and Peter Gabriel and Genesis and Phil Collins and The Police and many, many more. One of my favorite interviews, and it's up there right now. And last week, I didn't get a chance to talk about this, but uh, my interview with the author John Robb, the book uh, Art of Darkness, The History of Goth, really interesting interview, and you can check that out on all those platforms and on rock102.com. Uh, sounds like a plan, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to Those that. are two really good interviews. I'm actually proud of both of them. I'm very proud of what I've, the work I've put in around here. Yeah, and no, I, 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 there's a chance I might last a little bit in this in this business. Yeah, you, you never know. You, maybe one day you'll be a Radio Hall of Massachusetts, a Radio Broadcast Hall of Famer. Oh. You just keep hoping, Bax, oh, if, one day. If only. You will. I, uh, I, uh, I, I didn't go to the parade over the weekend. I, I I just I couldn't. There's there's one thing uh, that you could tell me uh, to do for fun uh, by gathering around a bunch of drunks on a Sunday morning <laughs> up in Holyoke. That's not really my kind of thing. I went to a I went to a spin class over in Wilbraham yesterday. You did? Yeah, over at uh, East Cycle at Wilbraham. Given a choice between having fun at a parade or a road race, you chose to spin? Because I had fun spinning. I'm doing that whole... I told you, I'm a Peloton douche now. Yeah. So I'm doing that Peloton thing. And uh, so my friend said, hey, I go to this spin class. You should come on over. You know, so I... You know, shelled out twenty bucks for a, to take a class, and it mm-hmm. was actually pretty cool because it's now, now I'm just not in my living room anymore. I'm with a bunch of other people, uh, all trying to achieve the same uh, thing, and it was pretty cool. It was a pretty good class. How much you spin? Uh, I don't know, fifty minutes worth of spinning. Fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah. To go nowhere. I'm telling, and you know, it was like this. It was like a '90s rock, '80s '90s rock, like hard rock uh, class. Uh-huh. So, like Master of Puppets was playing. Oh, Kickstart yeah. my heart. Oh yeah. Uh, but they have different, uh, you know, different instructors and different uh, different things. And we actually are offering a thing on the Rock 102 website for eCycle of Wilbraham. No, thirty percent off of the stuff you were going to buy anyway at the Shop Thirty deal. Well, there you go. So I'm just, uh, just saying, had a, <sighs> had a good time. It's a, it's a little bit. It was a nice break from the English uh, instructor. You know, are, are you are you starting to get worn out with her? Uh, Marty and I had a discussion last week about how uh, that British voice was kind of getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Come on, love, one more push on the big juicy road. No, 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 no. It would. I can't tell you how fast it would. It would. Uh, it would turn me off. Yeah. But like, like within seconds. But I, I didn't get that from uh, from Erica Gonzalez who uh, who ran the uh, ran the class yesterday. Mm-hmm. There was none of this like uh, British. Come on, one big juicy push on the road, love. Come on. There was none of that. There was none of that. 
It was a, it was a, it was a good time. We have news coming up next at Rock 102. Freedom Credit Union has always been about connection. Today we offer branches throughout Western Massachusetts. 733 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Crews responded to a two-car crash on Northampton Street and Whiting Farms Road in Holyoke, uh, according to Captain David Rex. There was an extrication from one of the vehicles, and two people were transported to a local hospital with minor injuries. The uh, department, uh, police department is investigating the cause of the crash. Pretty nasty accident, though. Yeah. Uh, they had to use that, well, that Jaws of Life thing to... Get the get one of the uh, the people out of there. That ain't good. No, that's not good. Uh, crews responded to a water main break on Springfield Street and William Street in Agawam, according to the uh, Agawam Police. Uh, the two streets will be closed with a detour in place. Officials confirmed that the Department of Works is on the scene uh, to resolve the problem. Now I'm not sure if that was yesterday or today, because there's no timestamp on it. Doesn't say anything. No. I'm going to go with probably yesterday. Probably yesterday, because I haven't seen it anywhere else. Mm. Uh, Let's see. You didn't go to the parade, right? I did not. Uh, But St. Patrick's celebrations uh, were abundant throughout the region over the weekend. Springfield welcomed the Mummers Aqua String Band. I like Mummers. Yeah. I like a good Mummer, too. Yeah. 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 Nothing wrong with a good Mummer. Uh, The... The group is making was making several stops at several bars and pubs, including MGM Springfield. Friday night, there was a lively performance inside MGM. Western Mass News spoke with many of people that said they couldn't think of a better way to St. Patrick's Day than by watching this uh, traditional performance. I've always wanted to see that. I've, Those, it, years ago, I, I don't know where it was ago, work release or whatever it was, but we were at O'Brien's Corner. Yeah. Right, you know that bar, right? So it's, it's a... It's a it's a fairly small place in, the, in that that front part of the bar. Yeah, and you know where like that little stage area is. Yeah. It's probably like a five by five uh, elevated stage. Well, the place is jammed. I mean, it's just absolutely you know, just mm-hmm. jam packed. And then all of a sudden, the mummers come in. So there's like you know twelve of them, twelve fifteen mummers, go, you know, squeeze into O'Brien's, and then they start playing. I don't even know how they could able even grab their instruments to play. You know, the guy with a banjo. I don't even know how he was able to play because he had people all around him. It was like total sardines. It's kind of fun when they're there. But, you know, in a situation where the the, the place is, is jammed up, yeah, it can't be fun to be a mummer no, in that situation. No, I, I wouldn't want to be in that particular situation, but uh, I'd love to watch them. I'd, yeah, love, to, no, I'd that, love to see it. It's, it's fun when you're out and there they are. But, uh, yeah, everybody had fun at the St. Patrick's Day in uh, Holyoke over the weekend. Everything went off without a hitch. There was no, uh, there was nobody getting arrested. There was that we nobody... know about. Yeah, I was going to say, you're never going to hear about negative stuff coming out of Holyoke during that time. They don't want anybody Unless to... you're a local politician, uh, you know, publicly urinating. Yes, yes. Unless you're a cop who, you know, may have caused problems, uh, you know, during the parade route. Yeah, but see, none of them are actually, well, except for the Holyoke City Council, but none of them, other people are causing problems are actually from Holyoke. See, most of Holyoke's problems are caused by out-of-towners. Mm, yeah. You know? I will say the one thing that is kind of fun about being in the parade yeah. itself, and I, I know the road race is really the big, uh, the real big party, but I remember you know, being in the parade and just being handed beer after beer after jello shot after jello shot, 
and it just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. And like you know, like you, you can't say no because you don't want to be you don't want to be rude, right? Yeah, you know. And then all of a sudden you're like you know, like six cases of beer in the back of the uh, the Rock One Two fire truck. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to drink that beer in the back of the fire truck. I know. Yeah. And we were behind a bus that was the, the blasting out fumes. Oh man, what a headache! What was the What was the name of the bar uh, that you started at? Oh, Pal Joey's. Pal, Pal Joey's. No longer there. That was a good bar. What was the other one though? Was it the, the Was it the Sandpiper? Sandcastle. Sandcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's a, what that it was. was. And now that's a. I think that's a Subway or something now. I think it's a. It's like a couple of different things in there. That was a nice, cool bar, though, because it was circular. Yeah, it was all circular. I think or, I think originally it was a bank, and then they turned it yeah. into a bar. Yeah, meet me at the, at the Sandcastle. I'll be in the corner. <laughs> okay, oh, good luck yeah, with that. Good luck with that. Uh, a new system is now in place to make it easier to find a parking spot in the downtown area in Northampton. Many people who live and work in the downtown area of Northampton have faced issues with parking, including musician Lexi Weege. It definitely is making the gear across town very difficult, said Weege. Uh, the city is currently soft-launching streamlined parking, which will go into effect on March 27th. Officials say this will help open more spaces for downtown visitors. Here's what's new. Time limits on metered parking have been removed. Instead, people will pay for the time needed. Rates will also be changed based on the time of day. Enforcement hours will now start at 10 a.m. and end between... Uh, it doesn't say 6 and 8 p.m., I guess. There was a misprint there, depending on where you're parked. Let's break it down for the people parking on Main Street and Crafts Avenue. Prices have increased. It'll cost you $1.50 an hour to park between 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. $1.50? Yeah. You mean 5 a.m. to 8 p.m.? Not 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Wow. But uh, but $1.50 for an hour? Yeah. Wow. That's. Uh, I mean, that's. think about... Think about like uh, like Springfield. I can get an hour with like fifty cents. Yeah. Speaking of which, remember that whole parking situation with the ticket that my girlfriend got down in the on Worthington Street. Yeah. That has since been resolved because uh, I looked it up. I checked out the uh, the receipt, and they ruled in my favor. Of course. Because I had proof of purchase, proof of payment. Yeah. Always keep your receipts. And they had to, to research that. But again, nobody explained why one side of the meter has one number on it and the other side of the meter has two different numbers. I think on it's it. intentionally confusing. <clears throat> I think it is too. And I think because the Springfield Parking Authority is actually a private company it, it's, it, that contracts through the city, as, as far as I can um, tell. I, I, don't even, I don't even know if it's private. But yeah, it might. Yeah, okay. I, th- I think it's a company that provides services for parking, you know, spots all, you know, uh, different cities all over the country. Yeah. Well, if you're in the business to make money, you're definitely going to make it more difficult for people to yes and confuse them. Of I course. think that should be illegal. I think there should be a you know a, a kind of an inventory of all these parking meters in the city. Yeah, you, know, you know what? I mean, I've heard a lot of horror stories about people who tried to fight. The, the parking authority and yeah. the parking authority wanted nothing to do with uh, resolving their own mistakes. Right. The fact that you uh, found a little bit of justice, I applaud you, Steve Nagel. Good for you. Yeah. Good oh, for you. And by you. the way, it is called Pro Park. It's a company that, that does that. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm also being told that the Sandcastle Lounge is now a pizza place. I like how we're doing this uh, 
attention deficit disorder newscast. <laughs> I was still talking about the parking. You're going back to the sandcastle. Well, what did you say about it's, it? It's a pizza place now. It's a pizza place. Yeah. Hmm. What's the name of it? It's called the place that used to be called the sandcastle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Formerly known as the Sandcastle, yeah. a.k.a. formerly known as Florence Bank, a.k.a. formerly known as Gravel. There was nothing here years ago. Uh, on streets further, this is going back to Northampton since we're going all over the place. Here. Yeah. On streets further away from downtown like Gothic and Green Streets, prices have decreased. The hourly rate has changed from 50 cents an hour from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. To, and increases to a dollar f- from 5 to 8 p.m. I guess that is a time limit. Like, I guess you're paying for prime time. Mm-hmm. So 5 to 8 p.m., that's when it would be the dollar fifty. So it's kind of like a surge pricing idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A pay-for-play situation. Hey, you want to park here before you go head out to a dinner and a show? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to pay for it. It's going to be a dollar fifty now instead of a dollar. Uh, signs and kiosks reflected these changes and they can be found around the area. Violators will receive warnings up until March 27th when fines will be enforced. So you can uh, just keep parking there for free all week. <laughs> Don't worry. You won't get a ticket. Yeah, because no, Steve Nagel just told you. No, uh, I'm lying about that because I'm just... I just don't want to put yeah. any misinformation just, out yeah, there. Tell the police department that Steve Nagel told you it's for free. No, don't don't tell them that at all. Don't uh, don't even bring my name into it. I really don't want to know. Steve, I'm being told that the name of the pizza place is Paramount Pizza. Ah. So there you go. I don't know how good the pizza is. I just know it's Paramount. Well, I'm sure with all the other great businesses that were in that building, I'm sure it's holding true to uh, the True tradition. to form. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, technology has made it a lot harder for criminals to use phones without being tracked down, but this uh, woman made zero effort for that. A woman from Maine named Megan Levitt was arrested on Saturday after she made several calls to police making fake claims about a Walmart. She first called to uh, called to report an explosive device at the store. Then she called again to report a man with a gun at the same Walmart. Both calls were hoaxes. Uh, the police responded, but Megan was easily tracked down because she made both calls from her own cell phone in an Uber on a speakerphone. The Uber driver heard it all, and he alerted police as soon as he dropped her off. You think the Uber guy, there's no like, it's not yeah. like how lawyer or a doctor where everything you say in an Uber is is protected there's, by laws. Really? Should, shouldn't there be some sort of uh, confidentiality? Uh, confidentiality agreement between yeah. you and your Uber driver? I don't think the Uber driver's getting paid enough to keep anything confidential. Well, I'll tell you what, if he's, to, if he's handing over all my personal information and talking about my personal conversations, yeah. that's going to affect his rating. Police say the woman made the calls because her boyfriend was about to be arrested at Dick's. <laughs> Boyfriend. Across the street, and she was trying to distract them. It mm. didn't work. They're both in jail now. God, ah, say, I always try to do something nice for your significant other, and you get slapped in the face with an arrest. You're a. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, you can buy a pizza by the slice at Paramount Pizza in Holyoke. Oh, I never. Uh, there's not too many places that do pizza by the slice. Pizza by the slice. Yeah, Peppa's over here uh, yeah, does yeah, pizza by right. the slice. Uh, Geo's does pizza by the slice. Yeah, but yeah. there's not like a. We need more of an abundance of pizza places that offer pizza by the That's slice. That's more like a New York type of thing. You buy the pizza by the slice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sunny today with a high. I'm going to keep bringing up. Paramount Pizza for as long as I can handle. Why? Because you want a Paramount Pizza? No, I really don't. I'm just saying. I'm just uh, just bringing it up. Why? Why not? Because Ooh. we're we're trying to end and move on to another segment. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 
I don't know. It's going to be cloudy tomorrow. It's the weather. Like, just look outside. You can just see it. I don't know why we go through this every day. It's 24 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's a news I rock with. Dribble your way to MGM, where you can win a portion of over 350000 Rock at 750 in Van Halen. But backs and Nagel and Rock 102. Mostly sunny today with a high of 51. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, are you just going to go into our... Well, I was going to say, uh, tomorrow on the show, uh, Dr. Mark Kenton from, uh, from Mercy Medical will be uh, joining us. Yeah. Right? We'll be talking about uh, something? Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about like emergency medicine and things like that. There you go. And, good uh, guy. Yeah, very good guy. You said Mark Kenton, and I thought you said Marquette, and I'm like, don't bring up that, that no, 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 team I'm not, again. No, totally different, totally yeah. different subject. Uh, all right, let's move it on to the benchmark, shall we? Go ahead. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Cheerleader for uh, Florida A&M University named Nalaya Clarington mm-hmm. has gone viral for trash-talking the opposing coach, players, and even the reps. refs. Here's a, here's a clip of her in the action. You ready? Yes. How come she sounds like that cash me outside? How about that girl? Yeah, well, from Doctor Phil. You know what? She's probably going to be making millions of dollars off of her merchandise too. I don't know. I feel uh, like I want to rip my ears off. Uh, you, know, you want to whip your ears up, rip your ears off? But isn't that the kind of person you want on your team? <laughs> like trash talking the other team? I, I guess. I get. Yeah. You see, it's annoying to you because you're not you're not involved in any of the rivalries I'm, of I'm, sports. I'm, well, I'm with, not with a, this I'm, particular one. I'm not uh, big on the cheerleading. No. Well, I am. I like cheerleaders. Hey, listen, I, I, yeah. I, I know, but I'm just saying it's it's, uh, it's not a big thing for me. Uh, clip number two, a 55-year-old uh, police captain from Oklahoma City was caught on camera begging to get a police officer to turn off his body cam. This happened after he was pulled over for a possible DUI. Here's the audio <laughs> from Sergeant Skinner's body cam leading up to the captain's arrest. You've been drinking tonight. I just got a ride. You've been drinking tonight, sir. I'm a captain on the police department. What police department? Oklahoma City. I'm not turning my camera off. Please. I know you're aware of our body cam policy. You know I cannot turn I, off this body I camera. I do, but I'd like to talk to you. I can't do that, sir. Please. I'd like to talk to you. I'll talk you, to you once we're you done. You can turn it off. You can turn it on. I can turn it off once I'm done with my investigations. Okay. I, I don't not, show favoritism to anyone regardless. I don't I, care if you're a gangbanger or the president of the United States. Sir, I'm not asking you for that. If I was to treat you differently than I was to treat like some South Side loco or some pedo, how's that look on me? Sergeant Skinner, please. Okay, once we complete the test, I'll turn off my body camera. Right, go ahead and turn around for me and put your hands behind your back. Are you going to arrest me, sir? Yes, I am. Can I talk to you? <laughs> Can I talk to you? Put the camera off now. Yeah, we'll turn the camera off. Now. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll turn the yeah, camera off I, now that you've incriminated yeah. yourself completely. I yeah, think you've you. done quite enough here. <laughs> hey, good for the cop though. Good for the cop. Well, you know that's the kind of thing that you you hope to see. You hope to see that uh, you know somebody who shouldn't be out on the road get taken off of the road, even if they're even, a police captain or right. higher. 
Uh, clip number three, uh, gl- uh, on Friday afternoon in Milwaukee, a 32-year-old man thought he'd steal an Amazon delivery truck. He was quickly in a police chase uh, driving over a median, but got trapped at a gas station. Here's some of the police audio. Damn, I was going to be going westbound. This guy has got to be whacked. Looks like he's trapped in the VP parking lot. Be on driver in custody, and that was taken with keys. Yeah, well, you got the, the whole Amazon van. You know, if you commit a crime in the next two hours and 46 seconds, <laughs> you'll be arraigned by Monday. Was the guy at least making the deliveries? Uh, yeah, he was kept making all the. Well, they kept they kept they kept <laughs> ringing the bell. Well, they kept asking Alexa, "Where's my where's my where's my order?" It's in transit. It's yeah, it's uh, it's on its way. It's on its way. <laughs> and uh, finally, one last clip: a recent uh, at a recent sneaker convention. I guess there's sneaker conventions too. Dennis Rodman called out Travis Scott's new Air Jordans. They have a, the Nike Swish logo reversed. Rodman posted the video and nicely told Travis that he's way too late. Travis Scott has copied my shoes. I was the first guy to do mine backwards. And I was playing with Chicago Bulls. Come on, Travis. Give me some credit, you know. So this ain't new. This ain't new, brother. But you okay? Congratulations. Yeah, Rodman's uh, were the Nike Air Darwin and were out almost 30 years ago. And they look exactly the same way as these things. That's and cool. Travis Scott trying to make money off it. <laughs> All right. All right. There you go. Well, hey, uh, there you go. Hey, uh, the original Western Mass Home and Garden Show is coming to uh, the Big E on uh, Thursday through Sunday, the 23rd to the 26th. You can uh, learn more at westernmasshomeshow.com. We also have a four-pack of tickets to give away. Tenth caller right now at 293-1021 gets to go to the original Western Mass Home and Garden Show Good luck to you. Bring it on like Donkey Kong. On Rock 102. Yeah! And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get instant savings with your Rocky's Ace Rewards card. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? At approximately 5.45 p.m. last night, just as I was settling down to watch number two seed Marquette get blasted by number seven seed Michigan State, I began to receive a smattering of messages on my phone, the bulk of which were people expressing some good wishes that my alma mater would do things like cover the point spread, or perhaps, dare I say, win and advance into the Sweet 16. Well, Lady Luck can occasionally be a foul and vindictive temptress. In this case, she chose to reach into my mouth, snatch my beating heart with her cold, wrinkled hands, and destroy it with the same gutless enthusiasm as Gallagher attacking a stack of watermelons with a sledgehammer. In the end, Marquette could not keep up with Michigan State's imposing defense, and in the blink of an eye, Marquette was dealt a 69-60 point upset. It was at this point where I received dozens of messages asking, what happened to your boys, or Marquette sucks, or the more clever, what what time is Marquette playing tonight? Here are my thoughts. Over the years, Marquette has reached the tournament 35 times, and of those 35 times, they've lost every year except once, and that was a very long time ago. But that's all part of the magic and beauty of March Madness. 68 teams are selected to play, and just about every single one of them is inevitably on a pathway to heartbreak and humiliation. That's because, by a process of elimination, only one team gets to win. Sure, I may have selected them to go into the Final Four, but I made a ton of bad selections. Having them lose in the second round doesn't affect how I support the team. I mean, they won the Big East for crying out loud. They were the number six team in the country. And yet some of you thought it would be hilarious to bust my chops because they lost to a Hall of Fame coach like Tom Izzo, who's taken his team to the Final Four eight times. 
Listen, I'll find a way to get over it, just like the proud alumni of the other 52 teams who have already been eliminated. Besides, I've got Alabama facing Houston in the final, and one of those teams is going to lose, too. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Is this the year that you paint your house or maybe the paint your pantry? Go to Rocky's or Benjamin Moore Paint, and most of all, they're painting know-how. Good people, paint people, and rock-solid service in the paint department at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 102. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 51. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 58. It is 24 right now in downtown Springfield. I got a good question for you. Yeah. When did you finally feel like you were an adult? Like in, in your lifetime? I know, you hmm. know, you can't just go by the age of 21 because that's just a legal thing. But when did you actually feel like you were an adult? I think I actually felt... Real live adulthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think about that. I would say probably when I bought my first house. Yeah. I felt like, okay, this is, uh, I, I got to be responsible here. <laughs> it's like, I didn't have, I mean, you know, everything was kind of like, uh, I was responsible for things, but it wasn't like responsible, responsible until I bought a house. Yeah, that's actually probably a good milestone. Yeah. I kind of felt that way, too, because I didn't actually, uh, you know, when I was married, my wife owned the house before uh, we met. Yeah. So I was just, you know, living like a a, a freeloader and, uh, you know, <laughs> I was a squatter in yeah. the house. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had been renting, you know, apartments since the mm-hmm. age of, I don't know, 19, 20, yeah. 20 years old. And so by the time I actually bought a house, it was like, hmm, okay, here's something. I actually have a... Like a tax write-off for the first time because I own the house. You don't even know what a write-off is. Do you? No, but they do, and they're the ones who are writing it off. See, there you have it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> someone polled 1,000 millennials and Gen Zers between the ages of 18 and 42. 57% say they still don't have a handle on the whole adulting thing. 80% of Gen Zers and half of millennials. They found the hardest parts of adulthood are managing money. Saving for retirement, saving for a home, finding a job you like, and figuring out relationships. It also looked at some specific life skills adults under 40 still don't have, like car stuff. Yeah. 63% couldn't change their own oil if they had to. I could change my own oil if I had to. I don't know if I could. 48% couldn't change a tire. That I can do. That I can do as well, although I will let the AAA people do it for me. <laughs> because to me, you know. it totally depends on the situation. If I'm on the side of a highway, yeah, I'm gonna let a AAA guy do it. Yeah, if you're in a parking lot, I guess you could probably be do a better job, and you had enough room. You wouldn't want to do that with like uh like a, a packed lot, like at the Basketball Hall of Fame where there's so much parking down there. Yeah, right. Uh, but with all the, or there was no parking. I mean, then there's so many cars yeah, like, on either side of you, hardly any room to move over would, there. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. be able to change a tire, let alone change the viewpoints of the people who run that place. <laughs> uh, tying a tie. I knew how to tie a tie when I was 11. You know, the weirdest thing about it is, what the hell would I have? I, oh, you know what it was? The day was at the uh, at the uh, the Broadcasters Hall of Fame induction thing. I had to wear a tie. And it's been, it had been so long since I tied a yeah. tie. I had to do it like three or four times because I couldn't remember yeah. how to do it. I, I, and rem- I, you know, I used to tie a tie all the time, and then all of a sudden, no, I can't figure it out. 
I went to public schools uh, up until I was about 10 or 11, and then we moved to another part of New Jersey, and then my my mom became the school nurse at a, at a Catholic school. Yeah. So I got to go for free. That was back in the day when they were actually letting people go for free. Now you just get a discount if your kid goes to the school that sure. you're working. But, uh, but that was where I had to learn how to tie a tie, and they were like, those are like those old nuns, too. They were like OG nuns, you know, the ones from... You know, they were in their 70s running this school, so mm-hmm. they had been there for a long time. Everything had to be proper. You had, you had to have your shoes shine. So my dad would sit there in the garage and get drunk and t- teach me how to tie a tie around my <laughs> neck. All right, no, no, you're not doing it right. You got to put it over to do it again. You can't go to that school. Come They're going to kick you out. And now the rabbit goes down the hole. Yeah. See, back in like 82, 83, uh, there was this weird... A uh, phenomenon for for boys to uh, and, and public schools mm-hmm. to uh, to wear uh, very thin ties. We were all into yeah. thin. T- we all had them, thin leather ties. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah. all bought at the Chess King. Oh yeah, the, yeah. We all had them. The eighties special. That's when I got really good at tying a tie. But yep. then you know, zoom up like forty years later, I had to think twice about how to how to tie it correctly. Yeah, forty six percent of people never have and made the top five for women and men. Sewing up a hole. I don't even know how to sew. Oh, I can do that. You can? Yeah, I can I can sew a button. I can do that. Um, you know, a lot of these things you can learn on YouTube. There are so many different things. Oh, yeah. Like you just could, you know, you say you don't know how to do something, you can just go online and, well, look, and at the, look. look at the crap tank of my uh, my RV. I learned I learned that by watching YouTube. I'm telling you, when you see somebody do something as opposed to somebody explaining you how to do something, mm-hmm. it's a completely different thing because now you can visually see what they're talking about. Right. But there are some things that when you see the video, you say, no, nope, I know that's beyond me. Uh, filing your taxes. 22% don't know how it works. Listen, I don't know how it works either. All I know is uh, they just require me to put in all the information that they already have every year and then charge me money for it. Yeah, I would much rather have a qualified professional do it for me. You know, that is kind of dumb, the way we do this IRS thing in this country. Like, they already have all the information. Yeah, yeah. Why do you need to fill something out to tell them that you did all this stuff? Because they have those numbers that your employer... Uh, submitted because of like you know things like you know certain write-offs and deductions that the IRS may not have access to mm. that you have to prove. Yeah, it just seems like a bunch of it's a bunch of hooey. hooey. Of course, it is. Uh, using a grill to barbecue, eighteen percent don't know how. That's that's something that everyone should learn how to do. You should learn how to do that because uh, what if your power goes out or what you know if you need to cook something on the grill, uh, you yeah. at least have the uh, knowledge to do that. Uh, ironing something, twelve percent cannot iron. I can't iron either. I can get, you but know, you could. You can't iron well, or you you don't know how to do it. I know how to do it a little bit. Yeah, my mother used to like. She was like a like my dad's like servant. She would like you know wash all his clothes and launder things. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how she did it and raised five kids and still went to work at night. We yeah. used to have a guy who worked here many many years ago. Um, who ironed everything he owned, okay. and we were on a trip one one time, and he was, and, and I went into his his room to because we were gonna go uh, grab something to eat. Went into his room. The guy was ironing his socks really? and his underpants. Do I know this guy? Yeah. Was it my predecessor? 
No, I'll oh. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll write the name down. Oh, because uh, I I want to know who it was. Uh, oh, see, I was thinking it was a different person. Oh, that no. guy. Yeah. yeah, I know that, that guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, I could see that guy doing that. Total. I mean, like, I mean, you'd see him doing like, what are you doing, dude? It's their socks. He, he was ironing everything. Everything. I, you know what I got? I got one of them steamers. Those work. Really yeah, we great. got one of those. It was, uh, I don't know, but it's like, I don't know what the name. I think it's Conair or something like mm-hmm. that. And you just, you just rub it right down the back of the shirt. I, I, I know some people like uh, iron sheets. Listen. There's going to be so much action in those seats. I'm going to make sure there's all kinds of wrinkles on that thing. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm yeah, that's what I know what I'm talking about. Uh, a third of people also said planning out meals is one of the hardest parts of growing up. Like planning what you're going to eat for dinner. Uh, I spent a lot of time uh, ruminating that one. You know, because I don't like to make the decision for both of us. The, the, the thing is, I mean, I try to cook as much as I can, you know around the house yeah but we don't have like that traditional dinner table thing like you know we we sit in the kitchen at the counter and we eat you know we have i have stools at the counter that we sit down and we eat we, we don't have that traditional like sunday dinner mm-hmm. uh, st- style thing and that's because everybody works now i think that has a lot to do with it that, that traditional uh, i think between between the fact that everybody works and kids are on a schedule of activities yeah. that you don't even have time to sit down yeah, for like, a meal. Like just, you know, kids are kid, your kids are playing soccer or they're you know, playing lacrosse. You don't have time to have everybody down at one table. No, we went to. Uh, I took the kids to Interskate yesterday afternoon over in Wilbraham. Yeah. By the way, uh, that place is a gold mine. Sure it is. Ten bucks a person. That's not even including the rental. If you have a rental. And even if you gave away a bunch of free coupons, that place was packed yesterday. They're making money hand over fist over in that place. I'm going to open a roller rink around here. That's what you should do. I'm going to call it Interskate 291. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But but uh, but but I'm just saying, like you're right. And but that Soccer City place, that place was packed yesterday. So all these people playing like different games and stuff yes. on the weekends, you don't have time to sit down and cook a meal for God's sakes. I mean, that was something we always did when I was a kid. We always had dinner at the table. Yeah. And speaking of dinner, I ruined my corned beef the other day. You ruined it? I ruined it. With that unbelievable recipe you got? It was the idiot behind the recipe because I went back to look at the original recipe. Yeah. And it calls for an hour and a half in the Instant Pot. And I'm like, damn it, I can't remember if it was less or more than that. And uh, it turned out it was less. It oh, only man. needs to go on for an hour, and I dried the crap out of that thing. Really? And it was like sawdust. Oh. I was so disappointed. So I'm going to try to redeem myself again by that stinks. Yeah. No, 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 and man. I didn't even get a chance to go out and have corned beef and cabbage over the weekend. I didn't have any. I love corned beef. And I cabbage. do too. I love it. I love it. And I yet, like- nothing. Well, Big pile of bumpkins. No, we did have uh, corned beef uh, delivered to us Friday from Coughlin's, who was uh, voted the number one uh, corned beef and cabbage restaurant around. I had no idea. Yeah, and they, they, were... they were nice enough to drop us off some corned beef sandwiches for the hmm. morning. That's, uh would have been very nice. It's too bad I was uh, sick and well, didn't get a chance to enjoy all that free you, food. Had you, uh, had you not had COVID. Yes, 
Yes. You're Why right. don't you just lie and just come to work like everybody else does? You know what's weird? I got to tell you, uh, as, as, as delicious as that sounds, yeah. I noticed that there was, it's not all gone, but there was a diminished sense of smell mm-hmm. and a diminished sense of taste. I didn't have that the first time I had COVID. I did have it here. I think you get different things every time you get it. I I know, and 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 like just like we had like a a, a tub of Vicks Vapor Rub. A real, you know, that's a strong smelling thing. Put my nose, and I could barely smell anything. That's weird. It's totally weird. And when I ate food, I could tell you when, like, I had an onion in something. I could tell you that there was an onion in it. We just couldn't t- really taste it. I just I could taste salty or sweet or whatever, but. It well, was you know just what? like there was there was not a whole lot to it. I'll bring you the leftover corned beef that I screwed up, and you probably can't tell the difference. Yeah, I probably think it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, good it's stuff. actually you, you leave it at home. All right, give it to the right. animals. Yeah, well, I'm sure the dog will eat it if you just leave it out on the countertop for a few minutes. Well, there you go. These are things that you can do. Uh, the things that made you feel like an adult. It's uh, eight twenty with Bax and Nangle and Rock one hundred and two. GG Inks screamed. Rock one hundred and two Springfield's classic rock. It's eight twenty eight. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 51. Uh, tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 58. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102's Bracket Brawl presented by Bud Light. If your bracket is busted, no kidding. Everyone else's is too. But you got a chance to make a new bracket for the round of 16 and for the round of 4. You just go to rock102.com, make your picks before the next game, which is March 26th. Uh, make the best picks and you'll score a $100 gift card to the Hangar Pub and Grill. That's a nice prize. Yeah. It's Rock 102's Bracket Brawl presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. The Hangar Pub and Grill and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Have you ever had anybody uh, that listens to us uh, see you out in public and then uh, get really, really excited that you're there? Yes. Like really excited. Like beyond excited. We used to have a listener. Yeah. I, I don't even know if she's uh, <laughs> still with us. Uh, I saw this woman meet Bob Kester for the very first time, and she burst out in tears. Oh, I remember that. Because she was so excited yes. to meet Bob Kester. Now, I remember the day I met Bob Kester. Yeah. I was a little choked up myself, but I never actually burst out in tears. You, you were choked up because he let you have a whiff of the joint that he was well, yeah, passing around? Well, yeah, I choked up it? because yeah, then I, yeah. I, I passed the bong uh, to somebody yeah, else. I, I'd choke up, too. So uh, Billy the Trash Man, you know our buddy Billy the I Trash do. Man, right? So he hires me for this party over the weekend at the VFW in Springfield. So <laughs> I go right. down to the VFW. And, uh, of course, you know, I, I, I've been, uh, you know, doing parties for these people for the, probably the last 10 years or so. Great group of folks. Always have a good time there. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I went down to the actual bar before the event started because there was no bartender upstairs. And I just wanted a ginger ale. And I... I, I get a soda from the bar, and I start playing some Keno and stuff, and this guy who is, like, finds out that Steve Nagel is sitting right next to him. Yeah. And uh, it was like it was like somebody having an orgasm. It was like <laughs> I, I'd never experienced anybody who was so excited to meet me of all people. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like, dude, I'm just a guy who tells D jokes on the radio. Like, that's all I do. Like, yeah. I don't, uh, you know, I don't do anything special. I mean, I don't think, I don't think this wrong. I, you know, just because I've known you forever. Yeah. I don't find you orgasm worthy. No, I, I'm not no. orgasm worthy at You're all. Not. No, no. I have, even ask all the women I've dated. None of them. Uh, he's not, no, he's definitely not orgasm worthy. Nothing, none of them. 
Uh, but uh, he, this guy like goes nuts. He's yeah. like going nuts. Oh my God! It's Steve Nagel. <laughs> and and like at first I thought, okay, this guy's just like blowing smoke up my, uh, just being funny. Yeah. It, it, no, he was like genuinely, uh, genuinely like really excited that I was there. So much to the point where uh, when I walked away, I had heard that he wanted my leftover ginger ale cup that was sitting on the thing, you know. <laughs> it's like a, like some sort of, yeah. ooh, I have his DNA now. Like he's some sort of cop on SVU or something. Yeah, this but, might be worth yeah. tens of cents the, someday. Yeah, this might be worth fives of cents today, but tens of cents tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, I don't remember what the guy's name was, mostly because I was trying to escape his claws. <laughs> Because you didn't want him to barnacle on the boat. Right, right, right. right. So, uh, but uh, hey, you know what? I guess uh, everybody needs some sort of super fan out there. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert. 835 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days and includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Several state troopers are conducting an investigation near the area of a car crash in Belchertown this morning. Mass State Police spokesman David Procopio said that around 4.09 a.m., the Orange Police... Oh, they're orange? No, they're from Orange. They're oh, not, they're they're not, not like, actually orange themselves. They're not like citrus cops. No. Oh, okay. No. Orange Police Department was following a vehicle whose occupants were allegedly involved in assault with a dangerous weapon. The suspected vehicle was followed into Belchertown, where it crashed on George Hannam Street, and the three suspects ran away from the vehicle. Two of the occupants were taken into custody by the Mass State Police Canine Unit, and one suspect has not been found yet. 22 News will update you on the story as soon as somebody tells them uh, more information. Well, the cop, that cop guy said, (laughs) that cop guy said, yeah, but he, he let us know. But you'll get no information until we're damn good and ready. No. That's uh, that's something you don't see every day, a police chase in the early morning hours through the towns of Orange and Belchertown. That's just one of those things that, you, you know. You don't... No, a high-speed chase in, uh, in, 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 in towns like that. What does it go, like 35 and a 25? Yeah, probably, yeah. It's showing a minivan. A minivan can uh, do some damage. What's the top speed of a minivan? Uh, 50, 60 miles per hour. 120 if you're doing kilometers. What kind of minivan are you, are you, are you driving over there? <laughs> oh, uh, the hot one. The uh, Holyoke Fire Department was sent to a two-vehicle uh, crash last night. According to the department, around uh, 9.50 p.m., there was a two-car accident in the area of Northampton Street and Whiting Farms Road in Holyoke. Fire crews had to cut the windshield off the car to remove one of the occupants. Uh, pretty nasty accident. One car's on its side. The other one's pretty much destroyed from the rear end. Looks like somebody didn't stop. That's going to cause a problem. That's going to cause lots of problems. Two people were sent to the hospital uh, for further injuries, and the Holyoke Police Department is investigating the cause of the accident. Uh, 22 News, again, will give you updates when they don't get them. It just happened. Yeah. Uh, Here's an awful, awful story uh, this morning. Five children from Connecticut ranging in age from 8 to 17 were killed in a fiery crash on a New York highway. Police believe the vehicle was being driven by a 16-year-old boy when it veered off the Hutchinson River Parkway early Sunday in Scarsdale, hit a tree, and caught fire. 
a nine-year-old boy, the sixth person in the Nissan Rogue, was the only survivor, according to a statement provided by Kiernan O'Leary, a spokesperson for the Westchester Police Department. Uh, the nine-year-old was apparently riding in the rear hatchback cargo area and escaped out of the car. Uh, the boy was taken to the hospital with injuries that were non-life-threatening. The five who were killed include four boys and a girl. Their identities have not yet been released. Police say they are all from Connecticut. Matt Conway, the superintendent of schools in Derby, uh, said he learned the children were part of a family that recently moved to the New Haven County com- community from New York but had not enrolled in the district yet. Conway said he had reached out to the father on Sunday and offered to provide him with information about available supports in the community for him and his family. He planned to talk with the father again today. Uh, it's the unimaginable. Having to now make arrangements for five of your children uh, to be buried is a very difficult thing for anyone, one child, never mind five, that you're going to have to now make arrangements for. What an awful, Terrible. awful story. I saw I, I saw this and like, oh, my God, what a horrible thing. Um, And just, you know... <laughs> The idea that somebody who wasn't wearing a seatbelt was the only person that survived. And that's not a message, though, to be putting out saying that it sounds like they had too many people in this car to begin with. But still. Uh, But still, what an awful thing to have to deal with. The uh, Holyoke St. Patrick's Parade took off at 11.10 a.m. yesterday from the Kmart Plaza on Route 5, and it typically takes about three hours, but it lasted about almost four yesterday. Uh, they had a big giant celebration out there, and they and Twenty Two News even put up the lineup. They did, yeah, huh. the lineup. They have the whole PDF of the lineup. You ready? Yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, the form. Here's the floats. Uh, float chairman Bill Quesnel, and then the float coordinators. Float coordinators James Menard, Paul Soja, and Duncan Markowitz. Okay. Then the musical lineup. Uh. Music uh, co-chairman, the marketing committee, the parade communications, the communications coordinators, the parade control, the reviewing area, the uh-huh. television area coordinators, the first aid stations, the social media. I I think that's about it. There well, I mean, they're, I mean, they're all there, though, right? I mean, every every all the the mucky mucks are involved, right? The mucky mucks and all the schools and the American Legion posts and uh, state. What about, what about the uh, local medias? Are the local medias involved this year? Uh, yeah, I believe 22 News was in, uh, involved in that, and so was Western Mass News. Okay. They, uh, I didn't hear anything. Uh, Radio not represented, uh, per se? Ever since uh, Mike Dobbs left the reminder, uh, they haven't had the reminder float. <laughs> Do you ever have a reminder float? No, I have never had a reminder float. It's delicious. It's like uh, root beer with some ice cream. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Brings you back to the old days. Yeah, well, I guess uh, well, for whatever reason, uh, you know, radio gets the uh, gets shut out. Well, nobody's asked us, and I think you have to pay to be part of that. Oh, don't you? Yeah. no, we're not paying. But uh, it would be nice to be asked. It's always nice to be included. Yeah, we, we're doing this now. We should have. You know what? It wouldn't have worked out anyway. You had the COVID. No, I couldn't have. Uh, uh, I, I would. Have I'm not going to do it by myself. Right. And I'm certainly not sitting on a on a, on a float next to Pat Kelly. By myself, <laughs> yeah. And I don't. Uh, I don't see any of the the, the radio peeps uh, out there representing our our industry. Uh, today is the first day of spring. Oh yeah, happy spring! Temps are set to rise for most of the U.S. this week, so it uh, should start to feel more like spring for some people. But it still feels like winter around here. Yeah, it's going to get in the fifties today and tomorrow. 
yet later in the day. Sure. A recent uh, poll found that uh, spring is our favorite season, but it's close. 30% said spring, 29% said fall, 28% said summer, and just 10% like winter the best. I can't relate to that, but I don't like winter. I like fall. Fall's fall my fall's my favorite. That's uh I love fall. I don't really like spring all that much. Spring would be fine if it weren't for the seasonal allergies. I always get the seasonal allergies around this time of year. Yeah, see, I'd rather have the fall where the weather is warm. You know, it's it's reversing. Yes. I don't like being cold in the morning and then, uh, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. just like the, the days are warmer during the day and then uh, they get cold at night. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's something for everyone, though. The first day of spring means it's free cone day at Dairy Queen. You can walk in and get a free small uh, vanilla soft serve today. No purchase necessary. How small is small? Probably the size of a thimble, but still, it's free. Ben & Jerry's is also doing a free cone day for the first time in four years, but you'll have to wait a couple more weeks for that one. That's not until April 3rd. And there's no Ben & Jerry's stores around here anyway. The closest one I know of is Pittsfield. There's one in Pittsfield? There's one in Pittsfield. Yeah. That's about it. I'm not going to Pittsfield for, uh, for an ice cream cone. Well, if it's free, you would. No, not even if it's free. Hey, we I'd much rather I'd much rather go to my uh, local gas station and grab a pint out of the out of the uh, out of the freezer and and have it that way. I would much rather have a local radio station put on a spread every Thursday and Friday from five to seven, and then drive to all of these places, wasting costly gasoline, mm-hmm. stuffing. Uh, Cups, Dixie cups, full of chicken tenders, and and French fries to take home with you, even though it's really not a take home meal. Yeah, I guess you could find a place like that that would do something like that. <laughs> don't you think? Can't even imagine. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today: it is going to be mostly sunny with a high of fifty one. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of, or actually partly to mostly sunny with a high of fifty eight. It's twenty four right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock one hundred two. Ah, oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851. <laughs> and the Allman Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mostly sunny today with a high of 51 tomorrow. Uh, partly cloudy to mostly sunny with a high of 58. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, I, I mentioned it uh, you know briefly earlier this morning, but I just want to thank uh, Marty Caproni for filling in last week mm-hmm. while, I was, uh, while I was sick. Great to have him. Good to have him back. And uh, nice to have him as a... As a fill-in. Uh, yeah, it's great to have him as a fill-in. And uh, the thing I liked about him is that, uh, you know, he's a local guy. He knows all the things around the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, he reminds me of myself when I first started doing morning radio and uh, coming in here uh, after having doing a show like three hours before and then oh, yeah. coming in uh, to the morning. It's a little bit of a wake-up call, if you will, <laughs> uh, at some point. A little bit? Yeah. But, it's a huge wake-up call. Know, but you know what? I gave him one of them five-hour energy drinks, and man, he was, uh, he was oh, on I bet fire he was flying. every day. Yeah, yeah. He, he, that's he, good. He was going. But, anyway, uh, thanks very much to Marty for filling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, we, we missed you. We missed him have, not having you here. You know, I, I, I said it before, and I really I really believe it. I When it comes to like vacation time, I love my vacation time. Yeah. Vacation time is when you voluntarily take time away from work because you've had it. You're right. you're up to here with the place. Sick time is different. First of all, uh the company has a cockamamie uh you know, policy on sick time. 5 days and you're done with sick time. Mm-hmm. 
my uh, my wife's a teacher. Okay, she's basically a state employee and uh, <laughs> or a city employee, I should say. Uh, well, they have accumulated sick time. Like if she really got sick, oh man, she could take all kinds you know, of time off. I always, uh, I envy that. My uh, my late wife worked in a, in, a, in a for a nonprofit organization that followed a lot of like the state holidays and, and yeah. things like that, and had like all of this sick time. And then would like say to me every once in a while, "You have to work today," you know, like a, on like a, like a Martin Luther King Day. Now mm-hmm. we have that off, but we used to not have that. And I'm like, you people in the public sector, like, have no idea what it's like to work for a private company because yeah. private companies aren't as generous as the the state unions and all this yeah. other stuff that get involved with it. Well, like, what what do you mean you don't have this holiday off? Yeah. yeah, like we, we don't. We don't. We have to. Yeah. We have to be here. Five days of sick time, and then that's it. Yeah, it took me almost two hours to get here last week. Yeah, I left my house at ten after four during that snowstorm. Right. I was stuck behind a convoy of tractor trailers because the Mass Pike was shut down. So the and I wasn't going to go the mountain uh, because I mean it was really bad out. Right. And uh, so I had to go Route Twenty. It took me almost 45 minutes just to get into Westfield from my house, which is usually about a 15 to 18 minute drive. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of dedication that we have. You don't like being yeah, behind a convoy. This no. is a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Oh, uh, yeah, 10 4, Big Ben. For you don't know Convoy by CW yeah, Call? I, I know the song. But I wish I had a CB radio yeah, to talk to these nincompoops that were driving five miles an hour down Route 20 last week. Can you pull it over and let the celebrity go by? Do you realize that I'm Steve Nagel from Rock 102? Yeah. There's a man at the VFW in Springfield that would take this opportunity and let me do whatever the hell I want. But you have to block the road with your commerce and getting to work on time. Bear on I-10, about a mile out of shit. Yeah, yeah man, that, uh, a, that, that was a horrible day. <clears throat> that was not a good day as far as uh, driving yeah. here. Yeah, no, I, I, I would, I would, I would have much rather be here yeah. than doing what I'm doing. And you know, the, and the best part is, you, you show up here at work. There's nobody in the building, ever. Like throughout yeah. the whole day, like they were all gone. <sighs> See, we dedicate a lot to this job. And I know what you're saying. When you're yeah. out sick, you want to be back here and you want to be working. That is so true. Mm-hmm. So damn true. Hey, uh, Keith Coogan is coming to uh, the Agawam Cinemas. We talked to him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the, uh, the guy from uh, the 80s movies. That's right. There. Yeah, That's absolutely right. Well, uh, you, can, uh, you can go meet and greet him on uh, the 25th. I would think that's what, Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, I'll be uh, there. Agawam if you want to uh, purchase tickets or we happen to have a pair of tickets right now to the 10th caller at 293-1021. I'm actually really looking forward to that. Yeah, no, that was cool. It was a cool, uh, it was a cool interview. Because my my kid is the same age I was when I saw that movie for the first time. That don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah. So I said I said to her, I'm like, do you want to watch it? You know, before we go see it. And she goes, No, I want to get the experience like I'm seeing it in the theater for the first time. And I'm like, That's oh, awesome. Good, very good. Yeah, there you go. That's very good. And then uh, she can be disappointed just like everybody else by the end of the movie. <laughs> I don't know. But no, it's gonna be a good night. So I'm gonna be out there. It's uh, eight fifty six with Bax and Nagel. On Rock 102. Two great days. Springfield's classic rock. It's just about 9 12 in Soundgarden.
with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 58. It is uh, currently uh, Flavin in downtown Springfield. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Dr. Mark Kenton and a possibility of the mayor of Springfield, Dominic J. Sarno, will, uh, will be joining us. Yeah, I, uh, I was saying I get uh, Junior Achievement uh, tomorrow. Uh, is running a uh, celebrity mm. bartending night, and uh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be doing it with Mayor. D- I'm going to be up against Mayor Dom Dom. At uh, some point this week, we're going to be also uh, talking to uh, actress Anna Gunn. You may remember her as Skylar from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. You know that show that you've yeah. never seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is when I'm sick. Like, like when you when you're when you're sick and you got nothing to do except you, just, you know sit around for a whole week. Breaking Bad winds up being my go-to series to binge while I'm not feeling well. Okay, that's what I did last week. I, I, I you know, I, I binged the the not the the second to last season of Better Call Saul, and then immediately went into into Breaking Bad. And I just I keep reminding myself how much I love that freaking show. And then I, you know, then you know, and a gun. Like, how do you pass on that opportunity? You can't pass. You can't pass on that opportunity. You know, uh, speaking of shows. Uh, I know you were talking about the interview here. Well, yeah, but it's okay. But, 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 but Anna Gunn sometime this week. Yeah, so that, that, I th- I'm looking forward to that. She's in a brand new series. Because I want to watch, I still want to start watching that Breaking Bad. I think I might sh- should be able to get on that bandwagon. <laughs> Probably so, should. You know, uh, speaking of like TV shows, though, I the thing I wish would happen is that TV shows that are no longer around would actually be available on um like a platform, like like one of these Hulus or, or Netflix. And I'm talking like there was shows when I was a kid. There was a show called Amazing Stories. Do you remember this show? It was from yeah. the 80s. Yeah. And uh, I know Mabel King was in one of them. She played like a like a babysitter. You're right. Son. Mabel yeah. King from What's Happened. Yeah, Mabel King. Uh, she was my mama for many years. I bet she was. And, uh, but, but there was... I, I want to see those again. They that was actually some really good. Talent. Yeah, and Steven Spielberg I think was the director of those. Steven Spielberg's amazing stories. Yeah, you might be right. And I and I'm trying to and I and I found a couple of years ago uh, some of the episodes like like on YouTube you can find them, but they're only like they're not full length episodes. Uh, but there was this one episode where this guy and I wish I could find it again. It was a guy who wanted like a like a he found this. Um, like stuff that he made, like this this goo yeah. that he made, and he would rub it on a magazine, and the person would come to life out of the magazine. Really? Yeah. And I he was that one. and he was trying to he was trying to like make a Playboy playmate come to life, and then one was too giant, and he had to destroy her. It was it was a really cool thing. You know uh, what, you know what I would love to see, and we've talked about this before, and it's never happened, but I would love to see it. I would love to see Warner Brothers uh-huh. re-release all those great Looney Tunes cartoons. They are. They are? Yeah. HBO Max. Uh, every single one of them from the Not, 1930s are on there. The the early ones. Those ones are on there. Really? Yeah. Every single one. You got to watch them. I had no idea. Yeah. You know what else I would love to see? And I may be one of the only people of our generation that has any real appreciation for it. But the old black and white Popeyes are hilarious. Really? Yeah. I never saw the old black and white Popeyes. Really? Yeah, the old black. Bla- it's like there's hardly any real dialogue going on. It's all like, you know, grunts and it sounds like old German porn. It was like great fun. Great fun. And it's like, you know, it's got all that. 
that you know that old uh, repeated uh, you know animation. It's all black and white. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Hey, oh, that, that's what I'm like, talking great about. Great stuff. Like I wish you could re-release that. All the old Woody Woodpecker cartoons. Oh, that that Woodpecker's an agitator. My my favorite one is the one where they have the detective popping up throughout the thing and saying. If Woody had gone straight to the police, this would have never have happened. Yeah, see, those were yeah, great. Yeah. And the, the thing about it is, you know, there's a whole couple of generations of, of kids that never got exposed right. to those old Looney Tunes. I mean, the, not the later ones that came out in the 70s and 80s. Those are pure straight up garbage. Yeah. But the old ones that were in some ways maybe, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, culturally insensitive in some of them, but they're fantastic. Culturally insensitive. I'm sure some of them are, but that's part of history. It that's, is part like, of history. Like you can see how history developed over years that we don't do that kind of thing anymore. But, but HBO some, Max has got that? HBO Max has every single one of those. I had, I literally had no idea. You should definitely go check that out. Well, thanks for uh, for setting me straight on that one. And I'm not giving you my password. I've already got it. I don't need your password. You got somebody else's I got somebody password. else's yeah, password. Right. I don't <laughs> need anybody else. Right. It's 917 at Rock 102. Hi, it's Hank from Tudor House Liquors. Listen to Pat 